0: He is faithful, isn't he? Amen. He has been faithful. Amen. Come on and give God some praise for being faithful. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Are y'all glad to be in the house of the Lord on today? Amen. We're getting ready to get into the word. Amen. Let's go to Romans chapter 7. Romans chapter 7. Beginning with verse 14. And it reads, For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am a flesh sold into bondage to sin. For that which I am doing I do not understand. For I am not practicing what I would like to do, but I'm doing the very thing I hate. But if I do the very thing I do not wish to do, I agree with the law, confessing that it is good. So now no longer I am no longer am I the one doing it, but sin which indwells me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is in my flesh. For the wishing is present in me, but the doing of the good is not. For the good that I wish, I do not do, but I practice the very evil that I do not wish. But if I'm doing the very thing I do not wish, I'm no longer the one doing it, but sin which dwells in me. I find then the principle. The evil is present in me, the one who wishes to do good. For I joyfully concur with the law of God in the inner man, but I see a different law in the members of my body, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin, which is in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will set me free from the body of this death? Thanks be to God. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then on the one hand, myself, So then on the one hand, I myself with my mind am serving the law of God, but on the other with my flesh, the law of sin. Amen. Father, we bless you and thank you, God, for this day, this opportunity to come into your presence. Father God, we thank you, God, for your word. You said that your word goes forth, it does not return void, but accomplishes every task for which it's sent. So right now, God, we thank you for your sent word on today. There's your people hear your sent word, that a deposit is made in their spirits, that in the days to come, God, they'll be uh, strengthened and encouraged as they desire to see your will accomplished in their lives. We bless you and thank you for all that you are doing. Father, we lift up Bishop Jackson to you right now, and we pray that you will minister strength to his body minister peace to his spirit, God. God, as he is working, not only doing spiritual work, but physical work. We thank you, God, for keeping him, for strengthening him. We thank you for all that you are doing in his life. We just give you praise for who you are on this day. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 For the last several weeks, the Lord has been talking to us about the, the battle and the warfare that we're engaged in. How many of you know that we're, we're engaged in warfare? Amen. Amen. How many of you know that there's a, there's a battle going on? Amen? Amen. Amen. So right now, I want you to turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor don't be, don't be your, worst enemy. your worst enemy. Turn to your other neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor don't be. Your worst enemy, enemy. Amen. When it comes to warfare, when it comes to battles, you understand that that it means that you're going up against the enemy. Is that right? You know, a lot of times we, when we think about warfare and the battle that we're going on, uh, we most often relate that to who? To the enemy. We most often relate that to Satan. But you know, just over the course of the word that's been going forth, I think there's another aspect of this battle that we need to talk about that's very important. Amen? Amen. Somebody say me. Me. Amen. Somebody say me again. You know, it's important for us to understand that not only do we have to face the enemy, but we uh, we also have to deal with us. Somebody say, I have to deal with me. You know, I was thinking about that on this weekend. Do you remember when we were young? Those of us who are a little bit old, who are older, we we, we remember when, you remember when TV was wholesome? You know, when TV was wholesome, when shows were good and shows had values and morals and shows had, shows had a, 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 a a underlying theme behind them that, that that meant well and and you know I was trying to think of a show I couldn't remember I couldn't remember one I just thought about one I remember the Jeffersons it was Florence you I remember watching the Jeffersons and you remember those episodes where she would be facing a dilemma she would be facing a decision she was something she was dealing with and on on one shoulder you would see the the, the, the little devil pop up, and then on the other shoulder, you would see the angel pop up. And both of them had their own perspective on how it needed to handle it. Do, do, y'all, do y'all remember what I'm talking about? Yes. When you'd be watching TV, and you, you'd see this this yeah. miniature person pop up, and then this miniature per- person pop up. One was good, and one was bad. You know, so, so it, it indicated the fact that in life, you know, not only uh, are we in the process of our living our lives. You know, a lot of times uh, in, in things we face, it becomes a choice. Is that right? Amen. It comes down to a decision that we make, and a lot of, and sometimes we have to take in consideration the fact that in in there are instances in our lives, whether they are past experiences or even right now, where we are our worst enemy we are our worst enemy you know so not only is not only is it important that 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 i don't give the devil attention but i'm aware of him and his tactics the fact that he has come to steal to kill and to destroy but there also needs to be some attention that i need to pay to myself you know lady jackson got up and talked about it this morning and you know another another thing that i've been thinking about is you know, how, how unique we are, how unique we have become in the church. You know, we, we, like, we like to talk about freedom. We like, to, we like to talk about prosperity. We like to talk about blessings. We like to talk about overcoming. We, we love to sing and shout about victory, but how often do we focus on discipline? We're talking about making disciples, but how often do we focus on the discipline that comes To being saved, to being a Christian. How often do we talk? Even when it comes to our children, how often do we talk about the discipline that comes behind being who we proclaim to be? How many of you? How many of you ever remember being a child saying, "I can't wait until I grow up"? Uh, why couldn't you wait until you could grow up? Why? Because you knew then you could do, you could make your own decisions. Have you ever heard somebody say, "As long as you're living under my roof and my house, you're gonna do as I say. I don't care if you are 25 years old. Your curfew is still 12 o'clock midnight." All right. All right. Isn't it interesting? Isn't it interesting that as as even as parents, when we talk about our, when we talk about raising our children, we talk about we, we talk about them from the standpoint of I'm disciplining you. But beyond that, we we also come with, well, you if you want to do that, you wait until you out of my house to do it. So, are we really teaching discipline? Or are we teaching tolerance? Are we teaching discipline or are we teaching tolerance? You know, oh, you know, and, and that's where we have gotten in, in our in our quest for God, in our quest, in our quest for the next great revelation, for, for, for the for the next concept of God. We have forgotten the basics behind what it really means to be who we say we are. I had a family reunion yesterday and I had an opportunity to see one of my cousins, one of my dad's first cousins. And I remember when she moved to Belmont and and how immediately she made an investment in all the youth that that were in the church at that time. When when she, she took over the youth she took over the youth ministry and she made sure not not only did she pour into us, but she held us accountable. She held us accountable for learning Bible stories. She held us accountable for memorizing scriptures. When it, came time for us, when it came time for us to have the Christmas program or the Easter program or Vacation Bible School, you had your part and you were responsible for making sure that you learned your part because you better not get up in front of that church. You bet not get up in front of that church with your parents in that church, and it come time for you to say your part. I wish you would pull a piece of paper out of your hand. You bet not get up in front of that church and read something. You are going to learn this. And the thing thing about it, we were taught those things, and because we were taught those things, train up a child in the way that they should go. And when they are old, they won't depart from it. So, Joshua, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to start memorizing some scriptures every week. I said it. I'm sorry. I have not held you accountable to the things that we believe as, as, as Christians. Amen. Amen. And if you, hadn't, if you don't have your child doing that, you need to start. My God. Help us, Father. Help us, Lord. Help us, Father. When it comes to the battle that we are in, yes, sir. we've got to understand that there are sometimes you got to turn around and look in the mirror and look at yourself and say, Is it the devil that's messing with me or is it my fault? Is it my fault? Is it my fault? Because when I would do good, evil is present. I would do, I do not. That which I would not do, I do. Wretched man that I am. You need to understand that the freedom you have in Christ the freedom you have in Christ is not so that you can be and do whatever you want to be and do. It's so that you can come under a discipline. Come up under a discipline that will breathe, that will lead you to a greater life, that will lead you to a prosperous life, that will lead you to a, a life full of blessings. Behold, I have set for you, set before you blessings and curses. Which one? Am I my worst enemy? When I look in the mirror, am I my worst enemy? We need to understand that in this life, amen, we have to be accountable. Accountable to God, accountable to each other and we have to begin to teach that this walk is not just about being free right. but it's about being disciplined amen amen right. it is about being disciplined that the freedom we have in Christ comes through our ability to be disciplined If you obey my commands, if you obey my commands, there are times when we face things and when we in everything that we face, you know what we have? A choice, a choice. We have a choice. Jesus Christ has set us free from the bondage of sin. But he's given us a choice that when we find ourselves at that crossroads, what are you going to do? This morning, I was hungry. I was real hungry so I said you know what not only am I going to pack my breakfast because I I was hungry I said maybe I'll eat it on my way to church but on my way to church you know Bojangles is right up from my neighborhood in fact Some people in my neighborhood even walk to Bojangles. (laughs) Don't they, Joshua? Uh, Yeah, I put them on blast. Yeah. So this morning when I left my house, I I was hungry. So I went to the refrigerator. And I said, Lady Jackson, what am I going to eat? Well, in my refrigerator I had some grapes. And some apples. I don't have no. She had boiled but I can't eat those. So I got my water and I got my Great Slave Jackson. My intent was to do that which was good. So we got in the car. I turned left on the 49 and actually got into the lane. And I went out of the lane back into the turning lane. I turned into bojangles. As I turned into bojangles, <clears throat> my intent was good when I started out. But when I turned into bojangles, not only Mr. Simon had I decided what I was going to do, I said, Joshua, what do you want? So immediately, immediately, the choice that I had made was not just for me, but now it was for my son. So I proceeded to order the bacon, egg, and cheese combo and the Cajun filet biscuit combo. And she said, what, what do you want to drink? I said, I'm going all out. Give me a Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I didn't acknowledge it, but my wife heard it. She said, mm-hmm. my worst enemy because this morning when i started my intent was to do right but when i got the opportunity Because evil was present, I find that which I would not do, I do. So now I find myself at the table. When you find yourself at the table, you have to make a choice. You have to make a choice. And it is at this place at the table where you rest on the fact that there was a man over 2,000 years ago who just for you went to a cross. And everything that he has given you includes the power to be able to make that right decision when you are facing the table and there is a good choice to make and a bad choice to make. That's what Jesus did. That's what Jesus did. So when I find myself at that place. What am I going to do? Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. I'm sorry, Robert, too. Nay, in all these things, We are more than conquerors. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. Because my life depends on it. Because you can't win a battle fighting the wrong cannot win the battle fighting the wrong enemy. Because the enemy you need to fight might just be you. Let's stand to our feet. rest of the message.